Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 live from san francisco on the sports byline broadcasting network you are listening to wrestling observer live with your hosts brian alvarez and mike sempervivi How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. It is Sunday on this program. You know what that means? We've got a pay-per-view coming up tonight. It is the ROH Best in the World 2021 show. And a lot of big matches on the show here today. The Briscoes versus Brian Johnson and PJ Black. Foundation. Red Titus and Tracy Williams versus Chris Dickinson in Homicide. Shane Taylor Promotions. Shane Taylor joined us on the program last week. He'll be facing Dak Draper, Dalton Castle, Eli Isom. Jonathan Gresham, Mike Bennett, Pure Rules. Roosh versus Bandito for the ROH World title. Tony Deppen versus Dragon Lee. EC3 versus Flip Gordon. Josh Woods versus Silas Young. Jay Lethal versus Brody King. And... More. A pre-show is going to start in an hour with a Demonic Flamita versus Ray Horace and Dan Housen and PCO versus Brian Malonis and the Beer City Bruiser. We will be covering the show later on tonight, the Brian and Vinny and Craig show. We're going to be watching live and then uh, Vinny and Craig and I will be up for our Twitch homies, for our top tier YouTube subscribers live on all video platforms later on tonight. It's a pay-per-view Sunday covering all of these shows and so much more. So that's taking place tonight. We could preview the show more today. We've got a lot of other news as well. SmackDown is in the books. If you want to talk about SmackDown, we can talk about that here today. The UFC show from last night, the demise of Conor McGregor's tibia, and uh, much, much more. Had some New Japan shows over the last couple of days. And uh, WWE, you'll find this hard to believe. They've advertised some stuff, and then they're not going to do it. I presume at some point they will. We can talk about that today. Lots to get into. We'll take your phone calls. going to be a fun time here on the show. Back in a moment. Observer Live. Time for your small business report presented by Dell Small Business. Don't fear larger, more established competitors. 
Remember, you're introducing new products into the market because there is a need for them. You have something that your competition lacks. Many older companies are still hesitant or unwilling to shift their businesses online, leaving the door open for small businesses to win their customers and capture market share at a fraction of the cost. And that's your Dell Small Business Report. Enjoy a powerful business upgrade with Dell Technologies Black Friday and July event. Get amazing savings with up to 50% off high-performance computers and tech built for business and be able to take your office with you with Windows 10 Pro. Plus, get great offers on Dell servers, monitors, docks, and more, all with easy financing options through Dell Financial Services. Call 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. And speak to a Dell Technologies advisor today your outdoor experiences could be better clearly better canon sunglasses are made exclusively with polarized lenses for optimal clarity using japanese optics canon's lenses are clearer lighter and stronger than other lenses and they're nearly impossible to scratch with frames handcrafted in italy canon sunglasses elevate your experiences outside with a degree of clarity beyond your wildest imagination. Canon designs and manufactures are high-performance eyewear to be clearly better than any sunglasses you've tried before. Use the exclusive code CANONCAST15 at Canon.com to receive 15% off your first pair. That's K-A-E-N-O-N-C-A-S-T-1-5. Canon. Clearly better the double play it's baseball season and you're ready to go all out so you ordered the essentials to make game day a success like a jersey a power recliner and a bigger screen and you used your bank of america customized cash rewards credit card choosing to earn three percent cash back on online shopping rewards that you put toward an essential piece of the celebration an air horn apply for yours at bank of slash more rewarding Copyright 2021, Bank of America Corporation. Having your own home is awesome, but it's also a lot of work. The good news? Finding help for your projects is easier than ever. Introducing Angie, the app that puts all your home care needs at your fingertips. Need a pro to fix that emergency leak? Maybe find someone to build a deck or even set your seasonal tasks on autopilot. Angie can handle all that and more. Expert pros, hundreds of home projects, clear pricing, and the easiest way to book and pay in seconds. This is Angie. Your home for everything home. Download the app today. It's a new day. Yes, it is. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. I always look at the chat to see, ah, what, what's everyone talking about here today? What should we start with? And uh, a lot of people here talking about old Connor, Connor McGregor. All right, listen, everybody. Yesterday, it was UFC, Connor McGregor in the main event against Dustin Poirier, their third fight. And the fight went exactly one round. And uh, then it was stopped. Why was it stopped, you asked? Well, Connor's there fighting. In a round, he's losing, I might add. And he breaks his leg. Takes a step. Snaps his tibia. And he goes down, and Poirier starts pounding on him. And uh, 
to his credit, whatever you want to say about Connor, dude's a tough guy. He's got his leg, his his ankle is literally hanging, dangling from his leg because his leg broke in half. He will not quit. And he he lasts the rest of the round, which is not that long. It's like uh, 15, 20 seconds or whatever. But as soon as the round's over, I mean, he's pointing to his foot. His foot's dangling, etc. Obviously, the fight cannot continue. And uh, and Connor is is defiant that they announced that, in fact, it is a doctor stoppage and not him giving up because he was not going to give up. That's about the only positive thing I could say about Connor McGregor. Now, what I want to bring up is a lot of comments here on the uh, on the board about, oh, you know, blah, blah, he's just, uh, poor sport, he's he's crybaby, whining, blah, blah, blah. Listen, okay, I do believe that Connor is out of his mind, but let me tell you a couple of stats here, and then I'm going to tell you my point. The UFC show on Saturday night, uh, UFC 264, there were just under 12 million Google searches, which may have been the all-time record, or if not, is very close to it. Ronda Rousey, Holly Holm, just under 12 million was the largest Dave can recall. A huge UFC usually does 5 million, and that's a pretty big one, like a John Jones fight, maybe 2.5 million. So he says, expect gigantic pay-per-view numbers. If you think for one second that Conor McGregor claiming afterwards that he won and that he didn't quit and that he shouldn't be declared the loser and that Poirier's wife was in his DMs, and all of that crazy stuff that he was talking about, if you think for one second that that wasn't probably 90% about making sure that he gets a fourth fight out of this and another uh, eight-figure payoff, I mean, that's what it is, okay? Yeah, he's out of his mind in a lot of other ways. And yeah, he is, I mean, I saw so many tweets about, oh, evil, defeated at last. Uh, I think it was uh, Khabib said, uh, good always wins over evil. And Poye is talking about what a horrible person he is. Dude, that's probably all true, okay? But this guy knows how to make money. And that's the entire, that's the gist of what happened after that fight. So bro's trying to make some money for another fight. He may very well believe it as well. But the main thing is, he's looking to make some more money on a fourth fight. Good may always triumph over evil in the end, but uh, amazingly, evil somehow always makes a comeback. They, they can never burn the territory out when it comes to evil. There's always going to be some evil to come back to, and that's what most fights need. Most people don't care about the sporting aspect of the fight of the top contender fighting the other number one contender. It's really nice when that happens, and when you're a fan of the sport, that's great, but... Most of these fights are built off of personalities, no matter whether it be boxing, kickboxing, whatever it is. We, we've we seen it a zillion times over the years. Nothing is ever going to change that. Back to the biblical times, what can you sell? And Conor McGregor sells. It was an awful performance, and I don't know. It wasn't an awful performance, but when you think about the last time Conor McGregor had a a real win, and no offense to Cowboy Cerrone, but it's been Five years now, since it was, what, Alvarez and Diaz back in 2016. It's been a long time, and he's made a lot of money with Floyd. All of those things that are talked about over and over again, is this guy still anywhere near the level that he was at before? And I think, make no mistake, Conor McGregor can still beat up most of that division, 
but he can't beat up Dustin Poirier at this point, I don't believe. And I don't believe he can beat up Oliveria. And you start looking at some of the other names like Chandler, and it's like, yeah, you know, I, I don't know if this guy is at that level anymore. And frankly, one more fight with Poirier, if he loses that, I wonder if we ever see Conor McGregor inside a, you know, an octagon ever again, or if he starts going out to the boxing circuit and to the freak circuit to try to get his name out and make his money that way because his time in the in MMA is about done if Poirier goes and dusts him off again in the same way that he has the last two times. He's going to fight as long as they pay him big money to fight. Wait a second. Wait a second. As, as, as who pays him big money? Well, that's the point. he'll go wherever it is. Well, he'll go wherever he's able to go to make his that's money. When he, when he fought Mayweather, don't think UFC didn't get anything out of that. Of course not. They got they plenty of money mint, out of that. Obviously. So uh, in what, and I didn't write this, by the way, so don't yell at me. In what is becoming a trend, by the way, reconnect, Mike, your uh, audio. We're getting a lot of complaints about uh, tinniness. So uh, disconnect and reconnect. As far as says, what is becoming a trend regarding previously announced, uh, and this person, by the way, let me start over again. This is from WrestlingObserver.com. In what is becoming a trend, did I mention that I didn't write this? Okay. In what is becoming a trend regarding previously announced WWE programming, the Steve Austin Broken Skull Sessions episode with Kevin Nash that was set to debut Sunday, is no longer on the schedule for either Peacock or the network. Change first reported by WWE Network News. As of now, no reason has been given why it was pulled, and neither Austin nor Nash have commented on what is going on. This is the third time in recent weeks that a previously advertised show has been pulled with virtually no notice. It began in June with WWE Untold, The Nexus, and then WWE icons, Lex Luger, which was set there last weekend. Nash episode was set to wrap up NWO week on the network, commemorating the creation of the faction 25 years ago. The week has featured a best of the NWO, and X-Pac also appeared on something called The Bump. I don't know what it is. Still, after all this time, still don't know what it is? It's some show. I don't know where it airs or anything like that. Someday they'll tell me on, on national television, and then maybe I'll tune in. But usually they just say we got a, we got a, a bump exclusive, and then it airs on SmackDown, which means it's not an exclusive. I'm not really quite sure how that works. but When was this Nash one supposed to air? Well, uh, should I read it again here? Well, yeah, because I was reconnecting at the time. Today. Hmm. Well, there's no pay-per-view today for WWE, and maybe that's what it is where they may want to change this whole schedule around and attach these types of things to Peacock special events like Money in the Bank and everything else we used to call a pay-per-view. Maybe. Okay, I'm not saying you're good, I'm not good saying of a theory is any I'm not, right now. I'm not saying them. you're wrong, Mike, <laughs> but can I ask you a question? Sure. You're telling me they found out yesterday that Money in the Bank wasn't this week, but it was next week? Brian, if they want to tie it to a pay-per-view, then announce it for the pay-per-view weekend. What if I told you that they did 52 weeks of TV and and you know that a Monday or a Friday is coming every single week and they still didn't figure out a way to build to it coherently and not make any changes? So you're telling me. Doesn't it fit the the MO of the company right now with how they change things? Well, of course it does. But I mean, yes, the the point is like if you want to tie it to a pay-per-view, then, you know. Look on the calendar, find out the date of the pay-per-view, and then announce that the premiere is on that date. Don't announce it the week prior and then be stunned. Wait a second. The pay-per-view is next week? Oh, we should delay it. 
strategic guerrilla uh, and by the way it's three marketing here you must have missed that part when you were disconnected this What's is the that? third time in recent weeks that they have announced so you're telling what? me that they had three different shows and all three we uh, doesn't make any sense vince's revenge we're doing it on who lex luger Ugh. lex running the bank odds from betonline.ag don't read too much into this men's money in the bank ladder match Drew McIntyre is the favorite at minus 175. Seth Rollins plus 250. Big E plus 500. Riddle plus 500. John Morrison's at plus 2,000. Ricochet plus 1,600. We got Roman Reigns minus 700 versus Edge. Bobby Lashley's minus 1,000 against Kofi Kingston. Hmm. And Rhea Ripley's minus 140. And Charlotte Flair's minus 100. So it's a pick em. Back in a moment. We're going to start phone calls next. Yeah. Ah. Observer Live. Hey, travelers. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic. And maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, Just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. That's 800-846-2153. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can
can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167 800-880-7167 That's 800-880-7167 Paid for by Airtime Media You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Semper BB, also WrestlingObserver.com. We'll go to the phones. I want to talk to Portsmouth here. We'll talk to him, and then we'll do the uh, SmackDown report. You guys want to hear the SmackDown report? Of course you do. Nope. Oh, yes. Yes, <laughs> sure do, boss. Yes, Portsmouth, what's up? <laughs> what's up, Brandon here in Portsmouth? Actually, ironically, what I was calling was about SmackDown, um, the show of multiple repeat matches. The one thing, though, that I was mildly interested in the last couple of weeks was the Liv Morgan storyline, just because, <laughs> you know, obviously he was in it. Well, he, Come I'll on, brother. Why. What are you talking why. about? I, I will explain why. I'll explain why. But I lost interest. I lost interest completely by Friday. No, because at least they were telling the story that she's getting screwed over. And it's like, okay, maybe they're going to give her a push. Maybe she'll overcome etc you know like a baby face she's slapping around the other woman saying you know i'm better than you and she beats them and all those matches and she knows kind of acting tough but then last friday sonia snaps that lid and lived just backs away like a little mouse and says okay got it and then just completely made her look just like a complete wimp and so at that point i was like all right never mind i guess they're not really doing anything with it so like i said that was the only mild interest i kind of had in it but now i've lost it altogether. so well, brother, I want to thank you very much for the call. I, I, uh, the storyline sucked from day one. And the thing that was so infuriating about it is that all you had to do was one thing and it wouldn't have sucked so much. And that is explain what Sonya has against Liv Morgan. Never explained. Now the storyline seems to have been wrapped up and it was never explained. No explanation as to why Adam Pierce is going along with all of this. Why isn't Adam Pierce sticking up for Liv Morgan? What's Liv Morgan ever done? It, it just made no sense. Every week, Liv would win, and then someone else would be put into Money in the Bank. Uh, no, there's no logic behind it. There's no storytelling behind it. There was just nothing. And then what's the payoff in the end? Well, the payoff in the end is Sonya comes out, and she says, Carmella, you are replacing Bailey in a match with Bianca Belair for the title. And Liv comes out, and she's all mad, and then Sonya says, well, you should have just waited I'm putting you in Money in the Bank in Carmella's spot. It's like, that's the payoff. That's what you came up with. And don't get on me about how, oh, well, they had a real injury that screwed everything up. Bailey's injury had nothing to do with the Liv Mar- Morgan storyline with Carmella. There's a million things they could have done. There were There's all sorts of women available in WWE that could have been plugged into Bailey's spot. And you could have continued whatever storyline you were doing if you actually had a plan and you had a story that was going to go through to a logical conclusion. Instead, you did three weeks of nonsensical television. Now Liv's just in the match. Carmella's getting a title shot, which was done purely because they think it's heat that she was undeservedly given this match. And, of course, it doesn't make any sense. That's the actual heat. They just did a stupid nonsensical storyline. And I guess we're all supposed to be mad 
I'm sure someone there's listening and gleefully thinking about what a mark I am for being upset that Carmel's in the match. Like, I don't care who's in the match. I don't care about the storyline. I don't care about the show. That's the problem. I don't care about the show. Make me care as a fan. Well, you haven't. I actually have a buddy. Like, all afternoon, he's texting me, usually a smart, level-headed person. And today his argument is, why do you keep saying it's the same people on the show every week? Wait a second. I'm like, dude, if you want to argue about my opinion of something, like if I think a match is good or bad or whatever, that's fine. But you're actually going to sit here and argue that it's not the same people on the show every single week? We have seen the same matches. Like, this is not an arguable point. No. Do you want me to go through and tell you the matches I've seen? How many times have we seen Nakamura and Corbin? Like six times in the last seven weeks? How many times have we seen Big E and Apollo? We're at 15 times since the spring. How many times have we seen Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn? How many times have we seen Liv Morgan and Carmella? How many times have we seen, did I mention Baron Corbin and Nakamura? How many times <laughs> do I have to see, how many times do I see the same segment with Baron Corbin, or I'm sorry, Roman Reigns and either Jay or Jimmy Uso? How many times have I seen uh, Cesaro and Seth Rollins? What is there to argue here? It's the same matches over and over and over and over. And somehow this argument turned into, well, Brian, when's the last time we saw Swole on AEW? I was like, what does this have to do with anything? <laughs> yes, I realize there are a lot of people that AEW has signed that we don't see on Dynamite every week. Okay? Fine. At least I can watch the show and see eight new matches every week that I haven't seen before. The big thing is, name the last rematch that we've seen on AEW television. Well, I would rather see a different match every week and not see Swole for two months than see the exact same matches with the same people over and over again on SmackDown. How is this an argument? Did this person... Bro! Use, did they really use Swole as the... Yes! Why would you want to see Swole on TV? Swole's not ready to be on TV. So they don't have her on the main show. They have her working on the Monday show. And I'm sure if when the Friday show gets started, if she is improved by then, she'll be on the Friday show. Unlike, oh, I don't know, Commander Aziz, who's really not ready to go on the road, which they're about ready to do, and almost isn't ready to do that either. So, I mean, come on. Using Swole as an example is silly. Trying to play semantics. And, dude, by the way, the only reason we're not seeing Bianca Bailey again is because Bailey tore Elsa ACL doing some stupid training at the Performance Center. Otherwise, we would be seeing that match for the 85th time. There you go. So, hey, I it's a silly thing to argue. They're in the same spin cycle. They've been on Raw and on SmackDown. It's I know people want to defend their company or plant their flag, but that's just a silly thing to argue when we have seen the same things or variations of over and over and over again. So that's just craziness there. Now, this person here says, I forgot to mention Cesaro Rollins. I mentioned that one, didn't I? If I no, didn't, but you're right. that's another match that we've seen one. over and over and over and over. And that one, by the way, not only have you seen that one over and over again, but the feud started with giving Cesaro a couple of wins. Now the feud has culminated with Cesaro losing and losing and losing and losing and being exactly back where he was when this whole thing started. So what was even the point of doing it? And I've had to see it 85 times. 
Well, Tony Storm's there now, and uh, we have uh, Noxie. What would the uh, what should the team name of uh, Rebecca no- not Rebecca Knox? I got T- Tegan Knox and uh, Shotzi Blackheart. Now that they're on the main roster, we've got a we've got a whole new cavalry coming in to save the day in the women's division. What should their nickname be? What should Shotzi and Tegan's nickname uh, I, I have, be? I have so many other things I could talk about than what their goofy nickname is going to be. You know what their nickname should be? Uh, cringe-watching, because God bless Shotzi, all the charisma in the world, but I am always afraid she's going to kill herself doing some sort of crazy move, some sort of flip from the apron to the floor. And when it comes to Tegan Knox, I'm sorry, and maybe I shouldn't think this way, it's like watching... You know, uh, who, somebody come back out after a major injury in football and, and watching that, I just cringe every time. And her with those knees, the injuries she's had. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I hope she doesn't get hurt, but I have fear every time she goes out there, she's going to hurt herself again. Uh, by the way, uh, it is interesting that it's, it's Shotzi Blackheart and Tegan Knox, but they took away Tegan's first name and Shotzi's last name. Like okay, whatever. I mean, didn't there? Remember, remember Rick Knox. Remember that guy, Rick Knox. Mm-hmm. But shouldn't they just called her Tegan? There's never been a Tegan before in WWE. But now maybe she's just she's just Knox. Well, maybe they're afraid they're going to go. Okay, are you Mike Knox's daughter? Maybe they're afraid of of somebody thinking that. But that's remember what they're Mike calling Knox? her, Mike. They're calling her Knox. Just Knox. Yes. I didn't see the show, so I didn't care. It's too much other things to watch. There was an AEW show that was damn good with a great main event of uh, Mance Warner and Fred Yehi. There were two GCW shows, UFC. Who has time for SmackDown? I'll get to it when I get to it. You ain't ever going to watch it. I'm no, because after, frankly, no. If you're going to rant look, about the show, you got to at least watch it. I'm not going to. No, I don't. Look, we're, I'm ranting. I'm not ranting about yeah, details of the show. Yeah, actually, you do. Actually, no, I don't, Brian, because I'm not ranting about details of the show. We're talking about bodies coming in and seeing the same things over and over again. Actually, we're, we're ranting about, about their names, and then well, you, the names you got are... it wrong because you didn't watch it. Well, yeah, well, the, the It's like when we yell matter. at fans because they, they, they say that we said something that we didn't say because they didn't listen to the show. No, not at all. I That's exactly what a nickname it is. for them. I didn't have to watch the show to come up with a nickname for them. I don't have to watch the Brian and Vinny show to come up with nicknames for you two guys and considering. So, no, that, that doesn't matter whatsoever. So I'm not talking about details of SmackDown. If you'd like to, you can go ahead. But from how you and Dave sounded last night, nobody has to do that. They just have to go back and listen to old shows because it's the same damn show over and over and over again. And no, Jimmy Uso did not get in any trouble. Let me hear Let me hear what you got to say here, Tony. Yo, Brian. Yo, Mike. Happy Sunday. I just wanted to talk about the lack of communication with the NXT call-ups with the WWE main roster. You brought up Shotzi and uh, Tegan Knox, and Shotzi's Blackheart's a fine call, but it's whatever. But do you think Tegan Knox, uh, the NXT staff, spent four months building up that battery for the end game to be her debuting on SmackDown and not even getting a proper culmination? Tony, what was the point of all that build-up? Tony, my friend, <laughs> I, I, I don't want to be a jerk, but like, what do you think, buddy? I know, I know Vince McMahon is the end game here, and he's the he's the end answer in it. But it really just reminds me of OBW when Jim Cornette would build yes. up all of these guys just to have them snatched away from the main roster. It's really starting to remind me that it's WCW level in terms of a lack of communication where the left hand doesn't know the right hand. And it's just really frustrating. Because NXT well, hold that thought. Hold that thought. We'll be right back, everybody. We'll, we'll bring Tony back after the break. Fired up. Observer Live. 
Ron Barr here. Now that people are getting out and exercising more, I want to recommend Relief Factor to you. Relief Factor helps those exercise-related pains and general muscle aches and pains. Now, if you're going to be working in the garden, you're going to be using your hands a lot. And if your hands hurt, listen to what Julia Brown had to say about using Relief Factor. I had pain in my hands that kept me from work and doing projects around the home. I heard about Relief Factor on the radio and began taking it, and it left me with pain-free hands again. I was able to do the things around the house that I enjoy doing. I'm so glad I found Relief Factor. 100 million Americans suffer from ongoing pain due to aging, exercise, overexertion, and the effects of everyday living. Be sure to check out Relief Factor at relieffactor.com or give them a call at 800-500-8384. That's 800-500-8384. Come on, you watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than 1000 If you owe the IRS 5000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Yes, Tony, finish your frustrations here on the air. Well, I was just going to say that Blackheart is such a cool name, and I don't know why you'd get rid of it. And on top of that, NXT is on national television. It's not an Internet show on the network anymore. So people are saying these names, and it's just so frustrating. Because I will make a bet with you, Brian. I will pay pal Granny $20 if Bronson Reed is called up to the main roster, and he is simply not just Bronson. Because you know that is going to Maybe happen. they'll just call him Reed. Oh, God. They Could would do that, too. Why don't you, you know pay pal me 20 bucks? 
I want to thank you very much for the call there, Tony. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. They, they, uh, they, it's funny. They've now, they've now shot a bunch of vignettes for a girl who then jumped to another brand. And then they shot a bunch of vignettes for a dude and he jumped to AEW. Pretty nice of them. Maybe that's like the revenge. There. Like Vince was so mad that they shot all these vignettes for the guy and then he went to AEW and he was like, who's Paul been shooting vignettes for? Tegan? Take her. They put her on the main roster. Got his revenge. No, I'm not reporting that, you geeks. I hope I see that somewhere as like a story. And everyone yeah, can get well, mad at me. At least people get off your back about the uh, the Bailey take from the Observer Radio show Bro, last listen, night that some people want to jump on you about. They're not jumping on me, but I, I, I it's funny. Like I have every excuse in the book for why it was okay for Bailey to do what she did and tear her ACL. It's like, oh well, usually these injuries are uh, uh, either wear and tear injuries. Look, that's like my... so, so. What you're saying that so what they're trying to say is like if she hadn't got hurt on that day, then she would have gone live on Friday and tore ACL. Then it's like what. That didn't happen. What it happened happen. is she trained and she did a training session that nobody wanted to do because it doesn't make any sense. It is dumb. And they all didn't want to do it. And then they went in there and they did it and she got her and she's on the shelf. Well, bump card, buddy. It's possible. I don't want to hear about hypotheticals about what might have happened or what could have happened. happened or when it could happen. <laughs> it happened when it happened doing a specific thing, which okay. was a stupid thing to do. I know you don't like the American pro football, but one of the things that people will talk about when it comes to training camp and it comes to the preseason is we have evolved to the point where these guys are doing so much throughout the year. They're keeping themselves in good shape. They are obviously that you can't be in game shape, but you can be ready to go. And if there's anybody that's been sitting there like, Here's a, Riddick Moss, for an example, who's still under contract, I believe, right now. He hasn't been on since, like, January or whatever it was. Like, him. He hasn't been on TV. He hasn't been doing anything. If you want him to go to the Performance Center and get some reps in because you're going to be using him on one of the tours on the undercards or something like that, okay, fine. But with some of these folks, it's like, you already know what you got. Do you really need to bring him down and do these exercises to get him ready? And again, I don't, I've only heard drips and drabs out of people's frustrations over why they were called down there and what they were doing. Maybe you have more you can add to this. And I'm sure there's more that's going to come out, but it, it just seems to be a real waste. And that's the impression I've gotten is it's a real waste for a lot of people to be doing this to get in some sort of game shape for going back on the road. It, it just something doesn't connect right there with me. And another person that goes, well, you know, uh, wrestling in uh, uh, Thunderdome, it's not like real wrestling. They've got to they gotta get ready to go back in front of those fans again. What? I was like, what? You know, there, there's a These bunch... These are professionals, right? Well, there's a bunch of people in AEW that, in fact, have gone from uh, wrestling in front of only the other wrestlers to now going out in front of fans. I didn't hear one person anywhere say, oh, that was a rough transition to figure out how to get in front of the fans again. I didn't hear well. anybody in AEW was like, Oh, now that we're going back in front of fans and are going to be doing some extra shows, we need to start doing more drills and training. No, they just continue wrestling. Because like I said, if you're in good enough shape to do at least one show a week, sometimes two matches on a show, because they only have 13 people on each show, plus there's pay-per-view weeks where you do a pay-per-view and then TV. If you're in shape to do that, in what universe 
do you need to go and do extra training to then go do another house show every week? No universe is the answer for those of you confused. Bro, can you imagine, by the way, can you imagine, you guys watch that uh, A&E biography of Shawn Michaels? No. Can you imagine, remember remember when Shawn Michaels, like, uh, you know, he, he there was a there was a couple suspensions and he lost his smile. Smile and, and such. You know, he was out for this reason, he was out for that reason. Can you imagine if every time that he was out for a period of time, before they brought him back to TV to do matches, they told him that he needed to find a CrossFit gym <laughs> and, like, do a whole bunch of drills before he got back in the ring? Can you, you know where he'd be? He would have been in WCW. WCW. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine if Hunter... You know, he decided that, oh, I, I took a, uh, some time off here. I'm going to go and I'm going to do a bunch of drills to get back in, in shape to go. Uh... And actually, that's not even a good example because that's actually no. people that weren't doing anything and then were getting back. We're talking about people here that have been wrestling consistently for a year and a half, now being told that you need to get in shape to continue wrestling. Yes, that's the the perplexing part is why some of these why some of these folks are doing this whereas remember the names I mentioned earlier on and you mentioned almost his name on Observer Radio last night there's an example of you're going to be going back on the road in front of people you may want to hone your in-ring skills or develop some no offense to almost but like for those folks like AJ Styles after 20 something years I think he'll know what to do when he gets back out in front of fans okay we took the chat off sub only. We'll find out if that was a mistake or not. <laughs> on a Sunday? Let's go to the phone. Bold. You're on the air. What's going on? Yeah. I'm beginning, with every passing week, I am loving this Roman Reigns character more and more. And now we have the Samoan dynasty reunited. It was To me, it was very reminiscent of the Hart Foundation in 97. Unfortunately, we didn't get either Uso crying like Brother Owen did. But I find it so entertaining and so great. And um, and it's to me, it's uncanny how much Roman Reigns sounds like subdued rock. You know, just I know their cousins, obviously, just so their voices are so similar. It's just unbelievably great. And I just I know you say that SmackDown is very repetitive, but I think it's very it's good stuff. And I hope they continue it. Well, I want to thank you very much for the call. Listen, the show is repetitive. There's no arguing this. OK, but there are things about all of the WWE shows that I do like. Not every part of the show. But Roman Reigns and Jimmy and Jay Uso, they have all done a fantastic job in the roles. But my issue with the roles that they're doing is it's never going anywhere. Granted, we, we had everybody reunited this week. So that is a uh, somewhat of a switch in the story. But we still don't know why. Remember when Jimmy came back and he was like, I'm nobody's B? We're not mm-hmm. supposed to say that word on the air, Mike, even though mm-hmm. you make the mistake weekly. I'm, I'm nobody's B, he says, and he's all defiant, okay, which was like, cool, it was a new twist to the story, and then we saw that for like three weeks, and then on week four, he just decides that he's going to be Roman's lapdog, and then Roman doesn't want to be his lapdog, so now he really wants to be his lapdog, and then, you know, Jay vanished for a while, and then Jimmy takes Jay's place, and then Jay comes back, and now they're all together. Why did Jimmy decide that he wanted to be Roman's B all of a sudden? What happened? What changed? Well, nothing changed. It's just, it's a series of things that happen. And Roman Reigns and The Rock, if that match takes place, it's probably taking place at WrestleMania, which is in August, September, October, November, December, January, February, March. We're nine months away. So this has to continue in some form or fashion 
for nine months. What are we going to do for nine months? I mean, I guess somewhere in there they can win the tag titles. You think? They can lose Five them. Five or six more times? They can lose them in that period. Like, what are we going to do for nine months with this act to get to The Rock? At least they're good in their roles. They are very good in their roles, but by the time he gets to it, yeah, where are we going to be here? You think, uh, well, I'm sure we're going to get edge in him again. But, like, it, you start looking at, like, each title defense, like, you know, as he goes, like, how many from how many people can he defend against without pulling in a, a name from the outside that's exciting? I mean, when you look at Well, that, that's the key. They have, they have SummerSlam, Survivor Series, and Royal Rumble, which are the three big shows. You can do Lesnar. You can do Drew McIntyre if you, you do a, a right? draft. You can't do Lesnar. And you can do Cena. You can't do Lesnar. You can do Cena. Why can't you, you can do Lesnar? Because Lesnar's got to be Bobby. You cannot have Roman then burn through everybody coming back. It defeats the purpose of bringing guys back. If somebody's going to go over Brock Lesnar, if Brock's going to go over somebody, that should be Bobby. Now, Cena losing to Reigns and then Reigns going through however it works with the breakup where Jay and Jimmy go rock. You know, or The Rock comes in to shave, you know, Jay and Jimmy to go, hey, I'm the head of this table, if you didn't remember. You know, however that plays out, maybe you can get Roman in there against them again. But, like, who else? You still need more names to, for him to defend the title against. I just you still have a bunch more weeks. Listen, you can you can think it would be better to do Lesnar versus Bobby, okay? But they can. Why would they, Lesnar they, do that? Hold on. They can do Roman and Brock. There's a built-in story there. They can do Roman and John Cena. They can do Roman and Goldberg. I'm sure there's a couple Whoa. other outsiders. But Roman that's, and Goldberg. That's three matches right there to take you through the three big shows until we get to WrestleMania. Now, what they do in the meantime, in the, se- the secondary shows, uh, you know, they'll give someone I... wins for three weeks and then Roman beats them. And then they'll take somebody who's on a losing streak and give them wins for three weeks and then Roman will beat him. And then Kevin Owens again. somebody yeah, else I mean... will come in from the outside. And I hear what you're saying. I just don't think, I think if you're bringing Lesnar and it's on the other side and it's either to stop Bobby Lashley's streak or to do something with him. With Goldberg, law diminishing returns, I don't think it's valuable. Cena absolutely is, but from there, I, I, the other ones, I don't think so. All right. Let's go to, uh, Harrisburg. You're on the air. What's going on? What's going on, guys? What's going on, Twitch homies? Uh, so my question is, uh, with Diggy being one of the favorites to win the money in the bank. If he does win, do you think it's better for him to cash in on like a champion after like they just got done with a match or for him to call his shot? I mean, I know it would be like more of a baby face move to call his shot. Like, Hey, I want to face you here. But like, I feel like it always just makes more sense to cash in like after somebody has a match. Thank you for the call. Yeah. I mean the, the super baby face way to do it. Like if you really want to go all the way with, with Big E, then he calls his shot and he wins. That's the over way to Bobby. do it. And I would do it over Bobby Lashley. And you could do that if you wanted to. But, yes, he should. If you want to go, I don't know what all the way means in 2021. But if you want to, like, try. <laughs> and, you know, what's funny. I, he I treated even better this. than Otis. I could be wrong here, okay. <laughs> but they were doing the uh, SmackDown show. And Big E noted that in his entire WWE career, he has never gotten a shot at the WWE Universal title. I found that impossible to believe. Insane. But in fact, I looked, and I could not find one example. I'm talking 
random SmackDown match that ends in a DQ, uh, house show match uh, in his hometown, whatever. I could not find one example of Big E getting a shot at the WWE or Universal title. Now, the fact that they mentioned that on television makes me think that at some point he's going to win one of these titles. I do not think he's beating Roman Reigns, so he could win Money in the Bank and get drafted to Raw and fight for the title on that brand. Or, I mean, he's not going to win Money in the Bank, and he'll get a title shot against Roman and lose. He goes down to NXT, beats Karrion uh, Cross, and wins that belt. Yeah, but that doesn't count, because obviously <laughs> the NXT title doesn't count. You talk about world titles. Hey, look, I'll say this. You can keep Lesnar over there with uh, with Roman if you do that idea with Big E and, and, and uh, Bobby Lashley. Back in a moment, everybody. Wrestling Observer Live. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. 800-693-8290. 800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086. 800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your 
your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. I regret opening up that chat. <laughs> Any particular reasons? No. Spurs here says it just kills me that they pretend NXT isn't part of the WWE umbrella while being on the same channel as Raw. The lack of continuity insults the hell out of my intelligence. Well, I mean, they did mention they were from NXT, so at least they, they did that. But they did completely ignore the fact that, like, they don't team together on NXT. They both started different feuds in NXT. They both were called up completely at random from NXT. Hey, before tomorrow's show, I want somebody to find out for me what is showing on USA 10 o'clock on Friday nights. Because 205 Live is still 205 Live, even though a nearly 400-pound man in storyline competed on it. Why do I have a horrible feeling in the pit of my stomach? They will try to do something stupid and get that on some sort of NBC over-the-air property to try to compete with the new AEW show. This person here says, why does Vince, I can't say what he said, but anyway, he's upset about Vince shortening names. Knox sounds stupid, he says. I've seen people defend this by saying that at least their names weren't completely changed like Do Drop or T-Bar. Are the standards? They T Bar and Do Drop should be lucky that they kept both parts of their name. You want that guy coming out as Bar? Don't even get me going on the other one. I see you've got your Ring of Honor hat on, Mike. That's that's excellent because tonight there is a Ring of Honor pay per view, best in the world. The pre show is starting right now. And Vinny and Craig and I are going to watch the main show. And then we're going to be back here only for our Twitch subscribers, Twitch homies, twitch.tv slash F4WVideo. Also, live, top-tier video.f4wonline.com. Tonight, immediately after the show, we're going live. And it's going to be a great time. Right, Mike? Exactly, pal. Bro, you look, like, live. you look like Lesnar in the middle of a match. <laughs> we're out of time, there, everyone. We're out of here. Thanks, as always. Talk to you next time. Wrestling Observer Live. Hey!